You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Are you ready to blab with me? Grab a front row seat as I adventure through motherhood, build my career, and not lose my shit. This podcast is a place for women to come together and relate through the highs and lows of business and motherhood, keep it real, and learn some new business tips and tricks while inspiring each other to do the dang thing. So close your eyes and take a deep breath, mama. You found us. It might not always be pretty, but you can count on one thing. We are in this hot mess together. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. It is officially summer. Summer is finally here. And here in the Pacific Northwest, we have been waiting for this. It has been such a long and dark and rainy winter and spring, which I am a Washington girl. I don't normally complain about the rain. I don't mind the gray days. Summer is not my favorite time of year because I don't love being hot. I don't love you know, the heat wave. I don't mind a rainy, cloudy day. However, this year has been a little extreme. We have had very little sunshine and it's really done a number on the mental health. And if you're in the Pacific Northwest, I'm sure you can relate. It's been very unusual weather for this area. And so the fact that summer is here and there is sunshine in the forecast I am just so happy and I am going to try really hard not to complain about the heat because I did some complaining about the rain, which isn't typical for me. So the first day of summer was earlier this week and we had a beautiful 79 degree sunshiny day. It was amazing and I'm so excited to just have that sun out and have some nice warm weather. And speaking of summer, this episode today, I have a very, very, very special guest join me who I'm I'm actually not going to introduce. If you guys have listened to the podcast before in some of the earlier seasons, you're going to recognize her voice right away. She does not need an introduction. Her voice will tell you who she is. And she had some really wonderful insight and advice on you know, making it through summer with our kids home and the effects that that has on our schedules and our workload and just, you know, us feeling like we have to make every moment so special and the long, long days of our kids being home all day, every day and how we can really fill those days and keep a really healthy mindset. It was a really fun episode. We talked about, you know, things that we're planning to do this summer, gave some ideas on things that can help make the days fun and not so mundane and, you know, just the same thing over and over again. And it was a really great conversation. Plus, we rounded out with a pretty epic hot mess moment that you don't want to miss. So I will bring my guest on here shortly. And I'm so excited for this episode, just in time for summer, just in time for our kids getting out of school and us kind of wondering, how the heck am I going to do this all right? So before we get into it, I'm going to hit you with my highs and lows, and then I will bring her on. So my high and low for the week is, I guess, kind of the same thing. My daughter has her very first dance recital. Like, she did a dance performance in December, but it was, you know, pretty small. It was just in a small gymnasium. There wasn't, like, a real stage, Um, and that was a big deal, but this is, like, her first dance recital. And it's actually at the same place that my sisters and I had our dance recitals when we were kids. 
And so it just is like bringing back so many memories. It's going to be so nostalgic and just, you know, being a dance mom and getting to like do all the things leading up to the recital. It's been really fun and a little bit overwhelming and just kind of like, I don't know, it's it's been, it's just like a mixed bag of emotions. It's been a really a really big deal. I'm so excited. And she cannot wait to get up on that big stage and perform. And I know she's going to nail it. It's going to be so awesome. I cannot wait to see her up there and really see her shine and, and you know, put on the show for us. I, I just can't wait. I'm so excited. So that's my high. It's coming up in just a few days here. But it's also my low because I have to tell you, I'm pretty nervous. I am you know, less than a month until baby comes. And we have been so careful with the COVID numbers rising around our area. And we still wear masks everywhere I go. And we're being extra careful now since I'm pregnant and getting so close to delivery. And we're about to be packed into an auditorium with hundreds and hundreds of other people, which is not something I've done since before the pandemic. Like the most people I've been around has been probably at Costco when it's crowded. Like I have not been in a situation where there's going to be that many other people in such close quarters. Um, And I'm having quite a bit of anxiety about it. And I'm trying to, you know, kind of work through this anxiety because, you know, it's not like we're not going to let her do her recital. This is a huge deal. And so I'm just feeling pretty nervous about it. And um, my husband is also feeling pretty nervous about it, which makes me feel more nervous because, you know, if I feel nervous, that's one thing. But if he also feels nervous, then I know I'm not just being like over anxious or over dramatic or whatever. So feeling a little uh, uneasy about about this, but just trying to like work through it and work on my mindset. And if we get sick, we get sick. And, you know, we're still far enough away from when the baby comes that we should be fine by the time the baby comes and all that. But it's just been, um, yeah, it's been a lot to digest. And it's going to be a lot to be in that room with that many people. But I'm going to just try to focus on why we're there and, and really, you know, enjoy that time that we're there for my daughter. So That's my high and low for the week. I will update you guys on how the recital goes um, next week. And hopefully I don't have a panic attack. We'll see what happens. So wish me luck on that. As far as a little bump date, I am, oh my goodness, almost 36 weeks, I think. Almost 36 weeks. We've got our C-section date scheduled. We are... Uh, yeah, we're ready to go. The nursery is finally just about done. I just need to do like some last minute things like packing my hospital bag and, you know, just taking care of some last minute things here and there for work and around the house. Um, maternity leave is coming up here at the end of this month where I am going to be fully just kind of like shutting down from everything um, to just really like enjoy the last little bit of time me and my daughter and and my husband and the family of three and, you know, just kind of like getting myself mentally prepared for what's going down for a couple weeks leading up to it. Um, We have somebody coming in to clean our house. I have somebody coming to detail my car. Like we're really just almost ready for this to go down. So that's been really exciting. I've been feeling I've been feeling like I'm at that point of pregnancy where I'm like ready, like, okay, I'm, I'm ready. Like I'm tired of 
being pregnant, knock on wood, like not yet. I still need these few weeks, but I, um, I love that about pregnancy that towards the end, like you're less afraid of the birth because you're just so over being pregnant. (laughs) This has actually been like one of the easier parts of my pregnancy. Um, but just, yeah, the bump is getting huge (laughs) and he's definitely running out of room in there. So I'm getting to the point where I am ready, 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 and feeling really excited to meet him. And just like, just like that nervous excitement, um, not necessarily anxiety, but just like really, really excited that he's going to be here soon. So that's where I'm at with the bump date. Let's get into this episode. So like I said, we're going to be talking all about summer and, you know, all the things that come along with it, emotional and schedule wise and ideas on how to fill the days. And this is a really great episode. So we're going to take a short break and then we'll bring on my guest. Have you heard the news? I'm having a baby. That's right. In just a few short weeks, we will be growing our boss ladies and babies family by two more little tiny feet. I cannot wait to welcome our baby boy to the world. And with that being said, I am going to be stepping away from the podcast for a little bit of time to really spend some quality time with my new little man. The last episode for the Boss Ladies and Babies podcast is going to come out on June 30th, but don't worry, we will be back in October just in time to celebrate our four-year anniversary. Can you believe it's almost been four years? How crazy. Now, if you are going to miss us so much during these next few months, be sure to check out almost four full seasons worth of episodes. Tons of amazing interviews with amazing boss ladies, some great business tips on our business blabs, and lots of laughs, especially if you go back and listen from season one. So we will still be here for you, but we won't have any fresh content until October. In the meantime, make sure that you're part of the Boss Ladies and Babies email list so that you can stay in touch with me and what's happening as I transition once again into new motherhood. Follow along on social media at Boss Ladies and Babies. And if you're really looking for some additional support and connection, join Boss Ladies and Babies headquarters where I will still be keeping in touch with the community and supporting everybody as much as I can while I go through this new adventure. See you around, and you'll hear me back here in October. It's time for this week's Boss Lady Business Spotlight. Meet Tracy Rodriguez. For those with pain that won't quit, you do not have to keep living this way. Tracy Rodriguez is a corrective exercise specialist giving women the tools to eliminate chronic pain when no other methods have worked. You can snag a free consultation to find pain relief by DMing her on Instagram at Tracy Rodriguez, or you can visit www.workpainfreeprogram.com to learn more. Mamas, are you searching for your community? Are you still searching for your village? I was feeling the same thing when I became a mom and decided that I wanted to continue to be an entrepreneur. So I felt called to change this and created my own safe space for boss ladies with babies. And I don't just mean infants. Our children will always be our babies. That is a place full of support, resources, and community to help each other break the mold, create a new culture, and make 
our biggest dreams come true, all while being the mama that we've always dreamed of. Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters was created for you. This is a community where you can come as you are, share your goals, share your dreams, share the highs and lows of business and motherhood and everything in between, and be fully supported by a community of women who understand you and what you're going through. Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters is full of education, support, accountability, inspiration, and most of all, connection with other women. Check out the link in the show notes to become a member of Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters today. Your village is waiting. Oh my gosh, we have a very, very, very special guest joining us today. I don't even think I'm going to say her name just yet because some of you longtime listeners will probably recognize her voice. So hello, (laughs) special guest. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It feels so good to be back. I was just realizing that it's been almost a year, which is crazy. That is crazy. Oh my gosh. It's Mickey, everyone. It's Mickey. If you don't recognize her voice, you need to go back and listen to some of our older episodes from season one, two, and three, because (laughs) Mickey and I co-hosted this show for a long time until about a year ago. And I'm so excited that you're here today. Yeah, thank you. Me too. Me too. It feels good. Good to be back for the day. <laughs> be back. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I know everybody's been missing your voice and I'm just so excited to chat with you on the podcast today. We're going to be talking about summertime and what the heck we are <laughs> going to do with our kids to get through the summer because as exciting as it is for our kids to be home, it also can be kind of a lot. But before we do that, let's catch up with you, Mickey. Why don't you, for those of you who don't know you, for those of <laughs> For those of you, for those of you listening who don't know Mickey, could you please introduce yourself, tell everybody who you are, what you do, what makes you a boss lady, and we'll kind of catch up with you. Okay. Um, So yeah, my name's Mickey, all you new people. Um, I am a mom to two kids. I have a daughter who's going to be turning nine in a couple of weeks, which is insane. And then I will have a seven and a half year old also. So Uh, that feels weird. That feels like worse than nine for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So my kids are getting so old. Um, I stay home with them. I have an amazing husband. We have a grumpy old man dog and yeah, I, I'm, working towards getting my dream job. So um, when I left the podcast last year, um, I ended up kind of coming upon just like the stars aligned for me. And this opportunity came up that was just amazing. So um, at my kid's school, one of their librarians um, took a leave of absence for the first half of the year. So I applied and I got the job. So I got to spend the first half of the school year working as an elementary school librarian, which is just, it is, it's the, my total dream job. It's a lot more work than I expected it to be, but so fulfilling and I, I love it. I'm obsessed. And so that position came open permanently um, for next year. So I'm in the process of applying for that and keeping my fingers crossed because that would be just too good. Oh my gosh. Well, if you know Mickey at all, you know, that's like literally the job that she was meant to do. It's just so perfect. And you did that for, did you do that for like half a year? 
last year? Yeah. Yep. So I did all the way September through like mid-December. And then I came back the um, the second half of the year and I did substituting. So I still got to be in the school like I think a few times a month. I ended up subbing a lot, which was really nice. So um, having that, I have to say, having that break, like winter break, I was kind of looking forward to the job being over because yeah. I haven't worked full time in, in like 10 years now. I did real estate before the kids, like my own hours, all of that. And so it was a lot of work getting up and going to work every day and exhausting, which it, all you working moms out there, I'm so sorry. I know. I'm like, I know that this just sounds so whiny and privileged. I'm like, it's a lot of work getting up and going to work every day. <laughs> so I was looking forward to the end because I was just so burnt out kind of. But then coming back and subbing, I just realized how much I miss it. And it, the kids, like having all the kids know me and see me in the hall and being like, oh, hi, Mrs. Flaherty. It just melts Cute. my freaking heart. So I'm ready to take on that role full-time if that's what is meant to be for me. Um, but then that will just be taking the boss lady mom part for me to a whole different level because mm -hmm. I've, I've ran my own small business from home, but that's always been super like casual for me. So learning how to balance going to work every day and then still taking care of the house and feeding everyone and shopping, like I don't know how people do it. I don't, yeah. it's going to be a huge learning curve for me, but yeah, I, I'm ready for the challenge. I think. Yeah. Cause you're out of the house from like eight to four ish. Like it's like full. Yep. Time yeah. 30 to four. Yep. Monday through Friday. And then there's even days, um, they'll have like teacher work days on Fridays where the kids don't have school, but I would. Mm. So then I have to figure out either I bring them with me or if my husband's off or something like that. So yeah, it's a, it's a real full-time big kid job. Yeah. Like I'm going to have to ask them at my interview if there are benefits, which yeah. is, I don't even know what to ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the worst. So they're like, do you have any questions? It's like, I know I should, but what do I even say? Yeah. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so excited for you. That's like such a huge adjustment and just, uh, just an awesome position and your yeah. dream job. It's so exciting. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited and hopeful for the future. Yeah. Now talking about, you know, you mentioned like you worked from home, you had your business from home and then, you know, you're, you turned into, and will probably continue to be like a full on working mom besides getting up and getting out of the house. What was the biggest like change for you? Maybe like personally and how yeah. to adjust to it. Yeah. So, um, I will say, and I, I shouldn't make it sound like it was so horrible getting up early every day. It was really nice to wake up with like a purpose mm -hmm. every day and get dressed and get ready and be somewhere and know what I was supposed to be doing all day. So having that kind of structure for me is something that I always fight against because I, it's just not like comfortable, but really it's totally what's best for me. I adjusted really well. I ended up, I like lost 10 pounds just because I was up and running around all day. Well, I was sitting and reading to kids a lot, but still like up and out of the house and not just yeah. sitting and eating, I think. So <laughs> it was really good for me, like mentally, physically. And um, yeah, it, it was just, it was a really good change for me and something that I, I wasn't even considering looking into a full-time job at all until 
our teacher friends just like casually mentioned, oh yeah, you know, they're looking for a librarian and there we go. So I think this time around having a break and mentally preparing for it is a big difference. And then I'll be able to prepare for that change because the other, the challenging part was my kids do a lot of sports. So I can't leave school until four o'clock. And then mm. sometimes they have sports starting at like 5.30 or mm. six, getting home and trying to feed everyone. I was like, I got smart and I was ordering groceries for delivery from my computer at work. Nice. So they get delivered to my house. So I, I'm starting to learn ways to make that work. But um, that was definitely a challenging part for me. Yeah. I, I'm used to having to, I'm used to having so much free time. I can do whatever I need to whenever and only having that little window of space was different. Yeah. Well, and what you mentioned about like having the routine and how good that felt for you and like the structure, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's one of the hardest parts of being like an at-home parent because Mm -hmm. like you are solely responsible for setting that structure if you want to have it and doesn't always work out that way. And it can be really hard to force yourself to actually, you know, stick to it. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I have this work I have to do or this I have to do, but I can do it whenever I want. And it yeah. can be like really damaging to our mental health to not have a mm-hmm. structured schedule at home, which again is like the hardest thing to do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm, it's something I'm, I'm looking forward to being thankful for. If yeah, that makes sense. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> now let's you know, speaking of structured schedules and everything with summer coming, all of that kind of goes out the window a little bit, right? For all of us, whether we are, you know, working full-time or at home, our schedules completely get flipped upside down. And I'm really thankful that Nora continues a summer program. She has a preschool that goes into the summer. Thank goodness, especially this year with the new baby coming because Mm -hmm. she's going to need her own thing. And we need some kind of like scheduled routine to stick but Mm -hmm. it's only a couple hours a week and then that leaves a ton of blank space to fill in and she's only been in school like school quote unquote Mm -hmm. for a year a couple days a week I can't remember how I filled seven full days a week before she went into preschool and that's only been a year ago yeah so now with you and so many people listening and your kids are going, you know, they've been in school every day for years Mm -hmm. and now they're going to be home all day, every day. That's going to be a huge shift and a huge schedule shift and a life shift. And Mm -hmm. as much as we love spending time with them, it just, at least for me, it gets so repetitive and boring and everyone starts to feel like in this rut of not having, you know, like the scheduled routine every single day. Mm-hmm. Do you do you feel that with your kids? <laughs> yes, yes. I um have been venting a lot on my Instagram stories about <laughs> it leading up to the end of the school year because yeah, I I worked the first half and then the second half I subbed and whatever and I was starting to get used to having the weekdays to myself and I was like getting a lot of stuff done feeling so productive. I started listening to audiobooks while I clean and I would just spend the whole like six hours doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 
I'm gonna we can get honest on here I oh, was, yeah. I'm dreading it well I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm in it spoiler alert it's been a week or two already but dreading it and it, it makes me feel awful because I know that this time with them is so like short and mm-hmm. they are in school all the time that's gonna be for the next like 10 12 years of their lives so I only get the summertime with them and I should be looking forward to like quality time and enjoying that and making memories and I'm just not yeah I'm not it's so much work <laughs> and I, yeah I just I look ahead and it is like uh I don't know a bottomless pit of <laughs> I don't know I mean yeah, I'm <laughs> sounding very dramatic here but like it's yeah it's daunting that's for mm-hmm. sure a daunting task like to what am I going to do to fill all the days mm-hmm. I will say right now I'm very lucky because my husband took vacation nice. so he's off um for three weeks so he's got two more weeks off so we have him home and that is a huge game changer because it's a lot easier to have somebody else help you figure out what to do mm-hmm. but to just be at home with my kids for seven days we we have to we have to do some kind of a plan or structure or something to look forward to mm-hmm. to keep us from going insane yeah it just gets boring but then it's also like when you're go 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 it just gets exhausting and then it's mm-hmm. like you're exhausted and bored at the same time and it's yeah. like the hardest thing to figure out how to fill these days. Like I saw, mm-hmm. I actually saw one of your stories you posted um, after Memorial Day weekend. You're yes. like, I just made it through this three day weekend, <laughs> barely. Like, how am I going to make it through this summer? <sighs> I feel like that's so relatable. Yeah. And they just have, like, my kids are really close, but also they fight a lot mm-hmm. and they love to push each other's buttons. And so it's just so much like tattling all day mm-hmm. long that I, I'm trying to not lose my mind on them and I need to like instigate some kind of a like program like don't tattle and I'll give you five bucks or something. <laughs> like, definitely not that but something because it is like unbearable if we can get past that I mean they're really good at playing together and they're old enough to entertain themselves so I have it pretty good like this is I think the first summer where I feel like they are a lot more independent Mm -hmm. and I don't have to constantly be like, oh, let's do an activity. Let's like do all these things to keep you busy. Like they, they have fun just hanging out. So it's not not so stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Nora's at the age just recently, like in the last, I don't know, like couple few months, maybe where it's constantly like, mommy, will you play with me? daddy, will you play with me? And, and she, I mean, she's always been a pretty good independent player. And like, I don't know if it's the pregnancy or just like her age and she's getting bored too, that she's Mm -hmm. just like, wants someone to play with her all the time. And of of course, like I want to, but I don't know if I've talked about on this on here before. And I know that you can relate to this. I don't love playing. (laughs) Like I just don't (laughs) love playing. And my mom actually told me I, even when I was a kid, like I never really liked like playing with Barbies with my sister or whatever. Like I would I I'd sit there with my sister and make her set everything up. And then I'd play for like a couple of minutes and be like, I'm, I'm done. Like, I just, <laughs> I don't like it. And I want yeah. you so badly. And, you know, I keep seeing all these things like, oh, you know, your kids are only going to want to play with you for so long. They're only going to ask you to play with you, like ask to play with you for so long and the Mm -hmm. housework can wait or the, this can wait or the, that can wait. And it's like, I feel that, but I also just like, 
I don't want to play. <laughs> and then I yeah. feel bad about it. And so it's yeah. like trying to think of ideas of like where we can play mm-hmm. and spend that one-on-one time together without me having to like actually play. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I feel that a thousand percent. I can't, I, I just cannot get my brain to like relax and let me just settle on yeah. playing and pretend and stuff. I can sit and I'll do crafts with them. If it's a structured thing, I could build a Lego set all day. I could do crafts. I could read whatever, but just sitting and playing pretend like is, yeah, it is not my thing. And my daughter is very, she likes to set up. So she'll be the one that she's like, okay, we're going to play Barbies. And it'll take her an hour to set everything up. Mm-hmm. And then we have to like leave or go do something <laughs> else. So then I feel like we don't even get to play or finally I'll sit down and like, okay, yeah, let's try to play. And I, I want to be like, okay, give me some background information. Who's my character? What are we doing? Right. What is the point of this? I can't just like, we, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like you want me to, it. Nora says, talk this Barbie. That's how she says, talk her, talk her. And I'm like, what are we talking about? Like, what are we supposed to say? <laughs> I don't know what yeah. to talk about. <laughs> or she tells me everything to say. And I'm like, why am I even mm-hmm. here? You're yes. just playing by yourself anyways. Yeah. But that's nice yeah. that you, that the kids are old enough where they can like really entertain each other. Cause that takes mm-hmm. some of the pressure off of you for being yeah. like their main, like mm-hmm. play person for the yeah. whole summer. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So I thought that we could just kind of brainstorm some ways that we plan to kind of fill our Mm -hmm. summer days. I mean, I really, for the life of me, cannot think of what I did before she was in preschool two days a week. Like I honestly cannot. And, and again, like I said, it's only a couple hours, two Mm -hmm. days a week, but it's like, that makes it so much easier for me to be able to fill like those other three days. Yeah. And I just, I can't remember what we did before, but we we filled seven days a week somehow without any like real mm-hmm. activities. So yeah. I don't know. So I thought we would just kind of like throw out some of the things that we like to do and maybe inspire each other or whoever's listening yeah. on ways to fill the summer. So we'll start with one of my like go-to things is to go on a walk. That is like my like go-to. If there's nothing else to do, I have no idea what the heck to do. Then we're going to go for a walk or we're going to do some kind of like exercise outside. Nora really likes that. She even sometimes still likes to ride in her stroller. So the walk can be like more for me where I can listen to a podcast or, you know, just like not have to be fully focused on mom mode. It's like a nice little break. And that's something that we've always, always done, which has been like a good way to take up a nice chunk of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I think one of the things I also like getting outside I also cannot remember what the heck I used to do, but I'll yeah. see pictures on Facebook and we used to go to parks a lot and mm. where we live, there are a ton of really good parks. I, I can't just go for a walk because we live like out in the county. So I can't mm-hmm. just walk down the street, but we can load up and like take their bikes to the park or go for walks or play on the playground. I feel like I haven't done that with them in a long time. So I'm sure we'll be doing a lot of that this summer. Just fresh air is yeah. so good for everyone. Yeah, definitely like can help any mood that anybody's in, including (laughs) yourself. Like, you know, it's been in the Pacific Northwest, it's been so rainy and crappy here. And yesterday was like the first beautiful sunny day that we've had. And we went outside and I was just like, oh my gosh, I can just feel like my stress and my like depression, like melting away when the sun Mm -hmm. is beating on my skin. It just, it can, it can change your mood so much. Yeah. Nice. Another thing that we like to do 
is like go for a little picnic, which can't, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, I got to put this whole picnic together, like Mm -hmm. lazy mom over here. But (laughs) even just doing like a backyard picnic where you can just like set up a blanket out in your backyard and grab some stuff just from right in the kitchen where you don't have to do much planning or packing up. Like that's been Mm -hmm. something that we like to do that just kind of fun and easy. And, you know, if you want to load up and go somewhere for a picnic, that's fun too. But I like to just like let's go have lunch outside today on a picnic blanket. And it feels really yeah. special and, you know, mm-hmm. different than like the day to day. Yes. Stuff. Yes. We, we also like to do that. And, um, I call it making my poo poo platter <laughs> <laughs> and I'll make, I'll just do like peanut butter and jelly, turkey and cheese, like Nutella banana, like a few different kinds of sandwiches, but like cut them up little and put them Cute. on a tray. And then it seems fancy and the kids like love it. So they, yeah, they like to do that outside too. And just it, anything that's like different than what you mm-hmm. normally do feels special to them, I think. And it doesn't have to take a whole lot of effort, which is very nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing to remember is that it doesn't have to take a ton of effort. Like, I mean, we remember when we were kids, like pizza night or like movie night was always so fun. And really it's just because our parents were so tired and it was the <laughs> easiest thing to do, but it was like, it was different and it felt special. And Mm -hmm. I think kind of like remembering that these little things that we're doing, like are going to be special for kids, even if it feels like it's not that special for us as grownups in the moment, it feels like I'm failing sometimes, but they're, they're still enjoying it. They're going to remember it. Yeah. Yep. I know another thing um, that they have up here that I'm hoping to take advantage of is and I think this is in a lot of areas, but they have um, kids bowl free in the summertime. Mm, so kids can go bowling for free. And I know some families have mentioned that they like pick a day a week and they'll go bowling like every Wednesday, which seems like a lot of bowling. And I don't know if my kids would like it after that long, mm-hmm. but we plan to do some bowling, which is just fun, especially if it's like we get another <laughs> rainy day like we've had for the past nine months. Right. Um, a good way to do something inside but structured that and they have food there and you can just be off and the bowling alley we go to is empty it's like always really quiet so we like have a place to ourselves on our little end and it's just like relaxing low-key activity fun I always forget about bowling like I can't even yeah. tell you the last time I went bowling That's, yeah yeah I always forget about that yep yeah that'd be fun uh another thing we like to do is like just go for a drive which I mean, now with gas prices is kind of like, I shouldn't be doing this, but you know, going just like getting in the car really quick, putting on some music, rolling down the windows, just going on like a little scenic drive, or even just going on a day trip where you just throw some snacks in the car and go somewhere for the entire day. Um, Again, that could be like a lot of work, but it's a good way to fill up some time and get out of the house and just kind of change it up a little bit yeah um let's see we tend to do a camping trip every summer nice um for like a week which is so much work ahead <laughs> of time to plan for but then at least you get get a lot out of it and I really like that it's like you're unplugged for a week because my kids mm-hmm. are old enough they like playing video games they like talking to their friends on their tablet or whatever and um watching tv whatever so it's nice to not have that any of that as an option and for myself too because I'm totally on my phone all the time and I need to not be Mm -hmm. so being able to unplug and go out and enjoy nature 
which I'm talking about a lot of outdoor things and I am not an outdoorsy <laughs> person, but where we live, you like can't avoid it. And after being cooped up like all winter, like yeah. I just, yes, I will sit out all winter and spring like. and spring. Yes. And yeah. now yeah, hopefully not too far into summer. Yeah. Yeah. Camping is always good and it can be pretty cheap depending yeah. on where you go. Just kind of low key vacation. No, we really wanted to go camping this year and it's just, I'm like, there's no way I'm sleeping on an air mattress <laughs> right now with this no. huge bump. And then when the baby's here that, I mean, I don't foresee camping with a yeah. newborn being something that I'm down to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the year for you. Not the year for me, but I'm like, maybe we could set up our tent in the backyard or something, but yes, I don't yes. know. We'll see. Nora, we, we went camping last year. Um, it was Nora's first time camping. And it was really fun, except for, <laughs> and this is kind of like a hot mess moment. And I've probably shared this on there before on here before, but she, um, she was potty trained, but I had just potty trained her in, well, I guess she had been potty trained for quite a while. I potty trained her in 2020, but we were still kind of like, okay, well, if we go stay the night somewhere, we're going to make you wear a pull-up because like, if you pee on a bed and we don't have any backups, like, and you're going to be overtired. So we're going to do pull-ups just in case. And she kind of was like getting to this point where she was like, no, like I don't ever wear pull-ups. I'm potty trained. I don't pee the bed. Like I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And so we, it was the middle of the night. Cause she had fallen asleep. Her friends had a trailer with a trailer and then we had a tent. And so she had fallen asleep in the trailer while we were playing games and stuff. We transferred her to the tent, like middle of the night, probably like midnight or one o'clock in the morning. And we were like, okay, we gotta, we gotta put this pull up on you. You know, and she was like mm-hmm. half asleep. We thought it'd be fine. It was one of the biggest meltdowns that she's ever had in oh, a no. tent, mm-hmm. in a campground, blood. Cur- Curling, screaming, flip on. And then she, there was a tent camper like across the road from where we were. And they got up at like 6 a.m. and packed up and left. And we were like, I hope that's not because our screaming kid. <laughs> like, I am so sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So, oh. needless to say, that was the last time we tried to make her wear a pull up at night. And the last time we've been camping, ironically. Yeah. <laughs> but. But yeah, I mean, camping, you never know what's going to happen, but it's, it's yeah. just so fun. It's so fun mm-hmm. with the kids too, I feel like. And yeah. yeah, I wish we could go this year, but there's always next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, um, my daughter's birthday is in a few weeks and she, for her birthday, wanted to do her first sleepover <laughs> and she wants to do it in a tent in the backyard. So Huge. we're going to do like mini camping, um, which will be nice. So if you don't, yeah, like you mentioned, maybe camping in your backyard just to like get the experience and kind of something different. And it's still, you'll still freeze your butt off at night and sleep on the hard ground and get that real yeah. <laughs> experience. And then you can go inside and take a shower. Yep. And <laughs> use the real bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even just doing like a, like a fire and doing s'mores or something outside, mm-hmm. like is, you know, a fun way to kind of bring camping to you as well. Another thing that I really want to try this year, we haven't really done this in the past, but I keep hearing people talking about doing scavenger hunts and like making your own little scavenger hunt, like for your kids. So it's like, if we're on a walk already, it'd be kind of fun to do like, you know, oh, find like 
six pine cones or, you know, like a pink flower or, you know, whatever, just, it could be simple and that could keep her busy and engaged and entertained while we're outside already on a walk or something. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So yeah, that's something we want to try. And then of course, like water toys, like a water table. She loves her water table. We just got a splash pad, which I'm super excited about last year she loved it just like being sprayed with the hose which is super easy (laughs) um just like running through the hose so just you know stuff like that just going outside and and playing in some water yes yeah a couple years ago we got a pool just I have to say I'm from California so my childhood was spent in in a real pool a real underground like big pool it was such a huge thing for me so we finally got one I think it's only like maybe three feet deep. So it's a little like short, but pretty good size. And we will spend days in there, especially when it's really hot. We'll just, we get like our little floaties and we'll just sit in our backyard in the pool and they have so much fun with it. And you have to like make them come in and eat or bring the poo-poo platter to them outside. (laughs) But that is like, yeah, it's low maintenance. Besides like, I got to figure out, I do the chemicals and stuff to try to keep the water from getting nasty. But yeah, um, but then you don't have to leave and you get to just stay home and have your own little resort. Yeah. I recommend kiddie pools, even if it's the little like, you know, six inch deep one, kids and water go together perfectly for summer yeah have you seen those um uh I think they're just called like water beads no they're like these I saw them at Nora's preschool they're these like little tiny beads and you put them in water and they just like expand Uh, and they get pretty big and they're like I don't know I don't yeah I don't know what they're Mm -hmm. called I just Mm -hmm. she just said they were called water beads and they Mm -hmm. like get they feel so cool in your hands like yeah. as they expand and grow and like that sounds so fun I'm gonna have to get some of those that's cool yeah I've, I've seen things like that before and they're like kind of jelly yeah almost. Yeah. yeah they're oh, so cool. cool yeah so I'm like maybe we'll maybe we'll try that because she she doesn't love her little kitty pool at least she has in the last couple of years and so I'm mm-hmm. like well, maybe if we fill it with some like water beads or something mm-hmm. fun like that yeah we'll entice her to get in there also just like there's just dog poop all over our backyard all the time which I'm just like not to like bring down the positivity here but it's like okay we got to go play outside but like we gotta dodge the dog poop. oh yeah yeah that's I mean, real life yeah we have a a really big like fully covered deck which is nice to be outside and not have to worry about like getting sunburned and everything like that so that's a really nice thing that we have at our house so we can just like go hang out without frying our skin yeah which I love yeah I'm I'm nervous and curious to see what summer's gonna be like with a newborn and with Nora I mean she has her two days a week where she's going to her preschool which is all outside by the way and it's just like amazing because she'll I I won't feel guilty knowing like on those days she got outside a ton and got Mm -hmm. to like play hard and be with other kids. But I'm like, I just don't, I, I can't imagine what it's going to look like having this newborn and being like in this newborn bubble with a toddler during the summer who needs to be entertained. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm scared. (laughs) You'll get into the swing of things. You guys will figure out what works for you and, and you'll, do great but I yeah. very overwhelming 
yep. idea for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Luckily my husband will be home for, he can take three months. I think he's going to take two to start and just kind of see oh, how wow. it goes. So he'll be home yeah. for a long time, which mm-hmm. also is kind of like, we're both like, um, that might be a lot. Like we both thrive on routine and like yeah. our own, like separate things that we do in our lives. And so mm-hmm. being home together, like he gets super restless when mm-hmm. he doesn't have a routine. And so yeah. this is going to be the perfect time to remind him that you would hate being a stay at home dad <laughs> <laughs> because it's going to be interesting for us to, you know, just be like winging it for two months with him not at work. I mean, I'm yeah. so thankful, but I'm just like really <laughs> wondering how this is going to go. Cause yeah. he gets antsy even on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if we don't have stuff to do, he gets antsy. Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully uh, taking care of a newborn will keep him busy enough. And he might be like, uh, I just need a break. Let's not yeah. do anything. For yeah. A minute. Right. <laughs> well, I'm like, he's about to have to be super dad because he's going to be taking care of me from the C-section, at least for the first week or two. Like mm-hmm. I remember that I can't lift even the baby. Like there's not much I can do. He's gonna be taking care of me. He's gonna be taking care of Nora. Yeah. He's gonna be mostly taking care of the newborn because all I'll be able to do is sit there and feed him. Yeah. And yeah, he's gonna be super dad during that yep. time. So <laughs> it's gonna get be. ready. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh darn, they called me back early. Yeah. I can't take that long. <laughs> yeah. There was a mistake. I, I read it wrong. It wasn't 12 weeks, it was 12 days. I gotta go. <laughs> it's gonna be fun though. And it's gonna be fun that it's in the summer too, because at least mm-hmm. we can sit outside and you know do mm-hmm. things outside um which again like we talked about is always helpful yeah anything else you can think of that you plan to kind of fill your days um play dates if we can yes and uh, I joined there's probably everywhere like a local um what's ours called like Whatcom Kids something like Facebook group that has basically a calendar of events so I've tried to keep an eye on those for like parades and I don't know like there's like always farm things going on (laughs) like go check out the cheese farm for the day or or that kind of thing so I'm trying to keep an eye on the local events we haven't gotten too many of them but it seems like there's always kind of something going on so it'd be nice to get out but I don't I'm like amongst people but like also I don't really love being around a lot of people so mm-hmm. it's kind of pick or choose but right. then you can see you know if it's you want to sit outside and watch a parade that's that's pretty low yeah well, that's a yeah. good idea yeah I, I love like the Facebook groups and even just like finding mom groups that mm-hmm. you can join that people have kids similar ages like that's a good yeah. way mm-hmm. to get you out of the house but yeah I'm like I'm kind of in this mindset right now where it's like but getting out of the house is so much work. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is true. Oh, but yeah, yeah, I love that idea. And pray, I always forget about parades. That it would be super fun to go sit and watch yeah. a parade. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Well, the last thing I kind of want to talk about today is one of these things that you hear people say that always sticks with me. And it's this beautifully horrible quote of how (laughs) you only get 18 summers with your kids 
Oh God. And anytime like I'm feeling overwhelmed or annoyed or bored or, you know, just like, what do I do with this kid? That mom guilt really starts to creep in because it's like, well, we've already had, you know, two summers, three summers, like, am I doing enough? Is, is, am I making mm-hmm. summer special enough? Shouldn't I just be happy to spend every waking hour together during these precious times? Yeah. And it's so hard because even though they're home from school, like our workload, whether we work at home or we're just running the household, like that doesn't change for us. In mm-hmm. fact, it, it gets to be more work because right. they're home all the time. Yeah. You personally have any advice to balance that guilt? I mean, do you feel that guilt yourself? And and then do you have any advice on how to balance that guilt? Um, yeah, I will say you read that and I'm like a little bit teary. I know. <laughs> like I've already had like seven and eight summers. Like what have we done? And my kids are so excited to not be in school and to be home. And yeah. so I absolutely have that guilt too. But I try to like, I also try to remember this is also my life. Like Mm -hmm. I still matter just because I'm a mom doesn't mean that I don't need to like take care of myself and make my own experiences and keep my own sanity, which is for the good of everyone. So there's only so much you can do. And of course, like no one's ever going to be a hundred percent happy in it with them 24 seven. Like that's not realistic. It's not pleasant. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, you can't expect everyone to be happy like that all the time. So just pacing yourself and I think just trying to not put so much pressure on it because I always think of oh okay summer's coming up do we need to do like a big vacation do we need to travel like oh our kids aren't getting you know enough culture seeing the world whatever it doesn't have to be that it can be splashing them with the hose outside it can be you know having pizza movie nights once in a while sleeping in the living room Mm -hmm. like camping out in your own house like it can be little low maintenance it doesn't have to cost a lot of money take a lot of effort but those things it's going to be those kind of things that they remember and that's I mean I'm like that's good enough but that is great like that's no one can ask for more than that so just taking that pressure off yourself and doing what you can even if you set them up to do something and then like you get to go do your work that's wonderful. Do what you can and you'll, you'll get through it. All of you. Yeah. That was really good advice. Yeah. I feel Mm -hmm. like that it's a great reminder. And I think like we probably all know this deep down, but I don't think they need as much as we Mm -hmm. think that they need because we see, you know, like all these Pinterest moms and like Instagram mommy influencers. And we see all these people that look like they're just doing the most with their kids all the time. And it's really easy to kind of like compare what we're doing mm-hmm. ourselves with our kids. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just, I don't think that they need as much as, as we think that they do. Yeah. And we just need to do what we can. Yes. I, I saw a thing a bit ago somewhere on the internet um, that was just talking about how much harder parenting is now because of like social media and the internet like we do get to see what other people are doing oh should I be doing that with my kids like can you imagine I just like to think back on like my childhood Mm -hmm. and like I spent a lot of summers with my friends who had like four kids I I never saw their parents like we'd go in their house for lunchtime and then we would be outside on our own all day like in their yard fenced yard whatever yeah like safe but 
like we just hung out together so yeah. I just like to sometimes imagine like if I didn't know what was going on anywhere else outside of this house like right. would I feel like it's enough and most days I'm like yeah I think yeah. I had a really good day I don't need to compare myself to and, and you know we all know that we're only seeing the highlights of mm-hmm. things and they're not showing their days where everyone just sat around in their pajamas and did nothing so it's yeah, hard or easy to kind of like look inside and, and realize that that you don't need to put on a show for your own family just yeah. do what you can and and not compare yourself oh, I like that if I didn't know what other people were doing would I think that it was good enough I yeah. love I love that. I feel like that is like for everything in life, right? Like for our own confidence, for our businesses, Mm -hmm. for everything, like what a great, what a great way to look at things because we probably would think we were doing good enough if we didn't know what everyone else was doing. Yeah. Woo. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. Well, this has been fun. I'm feeling like a lot more excited for summer with some of these ideas we talked about and, you know, just like some of these mindset shifts and, and just knowing like we're doing the best we can and our kids, we know what our kids need and we are doing the best we can to give them what they need. And I think that's great, but I'm not going to let you go without, you know, what's coming. (laughs) The best part of the show, my favorite part, (laughs) the hot mess moment. And I remember you usually have some of the oh, best yeah. hot mess moments. So yeah. what do you got for us? Oh God. I really thought a lot about this today and I was like, I just, I just can't think of anything, which I know I'm like, <laughs> BS girl, there's gotta be something. So I'm going to go big. I'm going to go big. Ooh. So, um, okay. So we went to Vegas last year, um, in October for our friend's 40th birthday you should see Megan's face right now everyone because she knows the story it's so bad (sighs) and this isn't parenting related but this is more like I'm looking at it in the scope of that I am someone's mother (laughs) just keep that in mind so uh, my husband and I got to go just the two of us like and then we were with this group there were four couples and so we left our kids for the first time like for a weekend which was a huge deal Um, but we left um, early Friday morning and everyone else had gotten there like Wednesday or Thursday. So we were kind of coming into it late, but we're like so excited. We get on the plane like 7 a.m. or whatever. We like have a couple of Bloody Marys on the plane because of course we're going to Vegas. We're so excited. I had been shopping for like months trying to find like, you know, hoochie mom dresses. <laughs> so we get there and um, all of our friends are out at the pool and we didn't have a room ready for us yet. So we're like, okay, well, we just like get our swimsuits on, drop our stuff off at the desk and go out to meet them at the pool. And we stop and get drinks. And like the one I got, I don't know, some big ass like pina colada thing. Yay. And then one of our friends like, oh, I'm going to get us a private, I'm just going all in everyone, private cabana in the topless pool. <laughs> like, oh. okay, if you're paying, like, sure, I'll go. And there's <laughs> private pools up there. And there was like no one there, which was nice. So um, we get our private cabana. We're all like hanging out by the pool. I get one more drink. And then I I, I don't know what happened. I'm going to just preface this. I don't know what happened. I'm like, either we got roofied or I didn't eat enough. And I was out in the sun and I had been drinking since seven o'clock in the morning. But I wake up that night 
or that afternoon in my friend's hotel room. And so it turns out that we're all just hanging out in the hot tub and drinking and whatever. And I just like calmly walked away. I'm like, I'm going to go lay down. And I lay down on like a lounge chair and pass out. And my husband, he's, I'm like, please don't listen to this episode. He's, <laughs> he's hanging out in the pool, starts to get real sleepy in the pool, goes back, goes over to the cabana. He starts puking in the cabana. So the, like, the guard people come over and they kick us out. They, you guys, they had to get us wheelchairs to wheel <laughs> out of the topless pool because we both passed out and like, we could not walk <laughs> and it's our first day in Vegas and it's like maybe five o'clock or no I don't it was like three o'clock maybe I don't know <laughs> humiliating humiliating and we're like and I just was like what kind of noobs are we like we do not get out much we just went ham right away luckily we got like our friends took really good care of us and they happened to be like a doctor and a nurse couple <laughs> so they had they were like feeding me charcoal tablets like absorb oh. my stomach so that I wouldn't puke but then I was just puking black stuff oh, apparently just backfired <laughs> I don't know but we got to sleep it off and like got dressed and we went out to like a Cirque du Soleil show that night or something it, I did not eat my like $80 steak dinner that night which was a bummer because I was not feeling well mm-hmm. but we took it easy the rest of the trip but that was just like like a movie scene like mm-hmm. oh yeah mom and dad going out and they're gonna go ham and can't hang <laughs> it's <was just> so <laughs> embarrassing but we one of our friends was gracious enough to take a picture of us and yes. it's just my favorite it's my favorite thing it's, it's just so such a funny. hot mess shit show that yeah that yeah. was that was a it's moment amazing and I'm sure you're not the first people to be wheelchaired out of a pool in Vegas because no, you're passed out true. right I mean that's and true. the story that true. just the story like it's so classic it, it does it, it seems like it could be a movie it's so funny yeah and I just yeah it's just really weird that we both like blacked out around the same time is super weird yeah. I think it was a topless pool I think I had my boobs out at some point and I don't remember <laughs> I'm like oh man <laughs> just, yep there's some memories that maybe you don't need to have. Yeah, either. exactly. So. Maybe that's why you blacked out because you don't want Hopefully. to remember some of these. Things. It was from the shame. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yep. gosh. It's so, so funny. It's so funny. Oh, the picture. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, yep. thank you for sharing that. That's, yep. I mean, I feel like as parents, like a, a lot of us have been like maybe there ish, <laughs> maybe not there, <laughs> not there, but, but yeah. like, there ish for sure <laughs> yeah yeah you just get so excited and like mm-hmm. I of course built it all up in my head so much and the rest of the trip was it was fun but it wasn't like I don't know I just always imagine like Vegas has to be like the hangover right like wild yeah I'm like where are the strippers we're not going to a strip club like what are we doing here yeah, and it, yeah. like we're all old and married and that's not what we're gonna do <laughs> parents yep <laughs> yep yeah Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Well, this has been so fun. I've loved chatting with you on here today and I'm sure everybody was so excited to hear from you and hear your voice and hear your laugh. And of course your classic hot mess moments. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Before I let you go, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you and follow along with, you know, your new career and what you've got going on in your life, maybe what you're doing this summer. Cool. Yeah. 
Um, so I am on Instagram um, at Fixer Ups and Sippy Cups. I'm I've been pretty quiet on there, except I do try to post on my stories a lot. Um, just because it's like my only interaction with the outside world, it feels like. So, but I should be posting on there quite a bit more, especially with news about this new job. Yeah. Because I would love to do, um, I don't know, a little more insight onto like books for kids and mm. like recommendations. Because there's a whole, I'm in a lot of um, book club groups on Facebook for adults, but I think for kids and parents trying to find books for their kids would be a lot of fun. So we'll see where it goes, but yeah, that's a good idea. I like that a lot. Yeah. Awesome. Well, make sure you go follow Mickey and thank you so much for joining today. And until next time you've got this mama's stay bossy. So like I said, this program is formatted to be a five week program, but I have lots of different options because like I said at the beginning of this episode, it's really important to me that I'm able to offer a variety of options for women in any place of their business in their life. And so everything that I'll be offering from here on out is going to be on a tiered level and it's really going to be helpful for what you need. Maybe social media is something that you already feel really good about, but you could use just a a little bit extra help. Or maybe you're looking for weekly accountability where you can meet with a group of other women to discuss their experiences, their takeaways, and really grow with all of that support. I have options for you no matter what you're looking for, and I want to just quickly go over them so that you kind of know what to expect. So this program, ideally in the full capacity, is going to be a five-week group program where you'll get training videos from me each week with worksheets, and then we will meet as a group to discuss the content and do some kind of in-the-moment coaching. Now, that is going to be tier number three. That's going to be the full version of the program. Tier number two is going to be if you are still looking for that one-on-one kind of training, but you're not really needing that accountability of a group, this is going to be where you will receive the video content with the coaching from the video, as well as the worksheets. No in-person coaching, no in-person training, just through the video. And then tier one is if you're just kind of needing a little extra push with social media. This is going to be just the bundle of worksheets and there'll be all the worksheets that go along with the program but offered to you without the video or the group or accountability. So basically have an option for anybody dependent on where you are in your business or where you are in your needs for your social media growth. And I'm really excited to be able to offer all of these options. So I'm doing an exclusive for the sneak peek here. So if you're listening to this podcast and this is really resonating with you, I am offering $50 off the first full program experience. I am offering $25 off the video and worksheet experience or $10 off the worksheet only bundle. So just email me, Megan at bossladiesandbabies.com. Send me the word social media or a quick little message about what you're most excited to learn and I'll make sure that not only are you first to sign up, but you get that exclusive discount. So I'm super excited for this. I hope you're as excited as me. I know this is a little different than what we usually do around here, but I needed to get this program 
out. I needed to get the word out. I wanted you to hear it first. So I hope you are super pumped up. If you can't tell, I am so pumped up. Next week, we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming. But for this week, I just had to spill the beans because I'm so excited. Make sure you're hanging around on social media as I am continuing to share what this program has to offer. Get on my close friends list if you're not already because I'm going to be doing behind the scenes, more exclusive stuff there. And until next week, you've got this mama. Stay bossy.